the blast from our past network. This is my apprentice, Darth Maul. He will find your lost ship. Why do I get the feeling you're going to be the death of me? Don't say that, Master. You're the closest thing I have to a father. Lost a planet, Master Obi-Wan has. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. For over a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice in the Old Republic. Before the dark times. Before the Empire. You have done well. I have good news for you, my lord. The war has begun. Excellent. Everything is going as planned. You're a pilot? Mm-hmm. All my life. Too little short for a stormtrooper. Huh? Oh, the uniform. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. I'm not sure this floor is entirely stable. Oh. Hello. I don't believe we have been introduced. R2-D2, a pleasure to meet you. I am C-3PO Human-Cyborg Relations. What is thy bidding, my master? There is a great disturbance in the Force. I have felt it. You know, no matter how much we fought, I've always hated watching you leave. That's why I did it. So you'd miss me. I did miss you. What? This is a rescue. I'm helping you escape. Can you fly a TIE fighter? You with the resistance? What? No, no, no. I'm breaking you out. Can you fly a TIE I fighter? I can fly anything. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? I don't know. someone with your reputation to be a little older. I need someone to show me my place in all this. And you didn't fail Kylo. Kylo failed you. I won't. You made a fair move. Screaming about it can't help you. It's not wise to upset a Wookiee. But sir, nobody worries about upsetting a droid. That's because a droid don't pull people's arms out of their sockets when they lose. Wookiees are known to do that. I see your point, sir. You were the chosen one! It was said that you would destroy this sin, not join them! Bring balance to the Force, not leave it in darkness! You were my brother, Anakin! I loved you! Lord Vader. Can you hear me? Yes, Master. Talking Back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back.
the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and this week we are starting off our Star Wars franchise walkthrough in sort of an informal way. That's right, Tim. We're stretching. We're not really stretching. Or like a warm-up lap. Oh, yeah, warm-up lap. What would you call it? Warm-up lap is good. Okay. Well, no. Yeah. Well, what I would call it is kind of necessary, I think. Yeah, I, I would agree. It is necessary. I I like it. It's a big franchise. The biggest yeah. one we've done. It's a very important franchise to a lot of people. Um, And I think instead of just jumping right into The Phantom Menace, that we actually take a bit of time here to discuss the franchise as a whole, let people know where we stand, what they might be in store for over the next um, many months where we are releasing Star Wars movie reviews. It's very exciting. I think the warm-up is a really great idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited you came up with this idea because I have so like you said, we have, like we have so much history, so many thoughts that if you just said on the first movie review, you know, what's your history with Star Wars or what's your thoughts on this? We'd be talking for 30, 45 minutes before we even got into anything. So I think it's a great idea to sort of with without any pressure of an episode, like a, a main movie that we have to focus on, just get all our thoughts out there about the entire franchise. I think this is more for the listeners. I would like to establish who we are as Star Wars fans, some of the things we love, some of the things we maybe don't love, what we're looking forward to about this walkthrough, what we're not looking forward to about this walkthrough. Yeah, man. I feel like people are going to both love and hate us walking through Star Wars. Oh, you think so? I think so, because I think people love and hate Star Wars. Right, because people have very uh, strong opinions on every single movie. So for yes. sure there's someone out there that doesn't line up with one of us or both of us or, yeah. Yes, but then there are people who do line up. It's all very confusing stuff. Don't try yeah. to... I just, love, I just love Star Wars. I love Star Wars too. I love getting more Star Wars content. Okay, anything that they give me, I'm happy with it. Because yeah, it's new and it's more, but that doesn't mean that I like everything that they've done, and we will get to that soon. So, obviously, Star Wars mega franchise. Mega franchise. Yeah. Maybe not the biggest, though, or is it the biggest? Very nice segue, Dean. Uh, that's Ooh. what I would like to talk about, is yeah. what do you think? We're going to talk about top grossing media franchises here. Okay. Okay. So that counts for everything. That could be movies. Yeah. That could be comics. That can be video games. That can be toys. That's cartoons. That's everything. Now, where do you think Star okay. Wars sits on the list of highest grossing media franchises? Uh, it's really tough. I think... I'm going to say it sits at number two. Okay. So let's go through them. Okay. Started in 1996 with an estimated $105 billion in total revenue is Pokemon. Oh, okay. Number two started in 1974 with an estimated $84.5 billion in total revenue 
Hello Kitty. Okay, I was not thinking of these things, Tim. I was, I know. I was thinking of movies. And although I went to Detective Pikachu in the theaters, I was not thinking of Pokemon. I definitely wasn't thinking of Hello Kitty. Number three started in... That's a franchise? Yeah. It's Hello a, Kitty's it's a, a franchise? What is that? I, I said it's media, media franchises, top grossing media franchises. Okay, so it has like TV and stuff? Hello Kitty? Like oh, I just I'm know sure the there's character. a Hello Kitty cartoon. Okay, okay. I'm Sorry, sure. yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. I just had to... Had to ask the question. You've seen a commercial of Hello Kitty, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I know what the character is, but I didn't know if it's a show or a movie. I don't or, know. Okay. Okay. Who do you, what do you think I am? I don't know what, like, you're the, I know, you're the of, I know guy. as much about Hello Kitty as you do. I, okay, okay. I was also very shocked it was at number two. I agree. Yeah. I also don't live in Japan, where it's probably very popular. I also don't live in Japan. Hey, shout out to our Japan listeners. Yeah. Hey, everybody in Japan. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm. Okay, start at number three. Started in 1924 with an estimated 80 billion in total revenue. I want you to start guessing some of these. 1924. Started in 1924 with an... 80 billion. Oh. Sherlock Holmes? No. Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a way better answer. <laughs> Sherlock yeah. Holmes is a horrible Sherlock answer. Sherlock Holmes was a very bad answer. <laughs> it's very bad. I'll it's give you that. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Okay, I'm just, I'm off my game in this one. I don't, I don't really know what's coming. If you knew these, you'd be cheating, so. I'm not even sure the top three is sunken in yet. <laughs> no. Winnie, okay, Pokemon, Hello Kitty, and Winnie the Pooh. Okay. Number four. Okay, I it, think I get the hang of it. This yeah. is gettable. This one, not, none of the okay. previous three have been gettable. This one's gettable. I've got it. Okay. Mickey Mouse. Started in 1928 with an estimated okay. 80 billion in total revenue is what? Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse and Friends, Correct. I got one. You got one. <laughs> yes. Number five. I started to pick up on the trend. <laughs> Number five started in 1977 with an estimated 69 billion in total revenue coming to you from a galaxy far, far away. Star, Star Wars. Wars. So number five. So let's just quickly continue down the list a little bit with who's in some of these other spots. Fun. Number six, Disney Princess. That's, I guess, a franchise of itself. Number seven, Ann Pan Man. You ever heard of him? Nope. That's another Japanese thing. Uh, Ann Pan Man. We have some Ann Pan Man stuff. It's like a little uh, lovable character, and he's made out of bread. Oh, that I mean, I think that's he's a superhero fun. too. It's pretty fun. That's great. That's great. Number eight, your pals at the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Number nine, Mario. Number 10, Harry Potter. Number wow. Number 11, Transformers. Number 12, Spider-Man. Number 13, Batman. Number 14, Dragon Ball. And number 15, coming in at 27 billion, Call of Duty. Wow. Okay. So some surprising stuff on that list. Yeah, definitely. I, I am surprised um, at a lot of that stuff. I mean, it's it's nice to see uh, Spider-Man Batman coming in there with all the comic sales. I guess Superman. Did you say Superman on there? I did not. Okay, so I guess the movies push, push sort of Spider-Man Batman ahead. 
It's got to be. Because Superman's like a, yeah, like a big selling comic, right? So. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that Mario is ahead of Harry Potter. I am surprised at that. Um, yeah, I guess so. But I mean, really, there's so many Mario games out there. So many. I know, but just because the same kind of idea that like box office, there's like true seven harry potter movies you know there's a, and they all gross a lot of money so i you'd think they're i mean that's probably where they got a lot of that um but yeah it was probably yeah. pretty close yeah what's a billion Fun. billion or two dollars between a mega billion here billion franchise. there whatever yeah very interesting list so star wars very respectable just yeah, number five just not as respectable as some of the other franchises Number five is where you want to be because then the spotlight's not on you. You know what? But you're still very good. Here's what I realized from looking over this list is how much money is in retail. Because yes, a lot of this, sure. like the, yeah. a lot of the ones at the top are just banking money on retail. Yeah. Uh, Cards. Toys. What else? Games. Yeah, what else? Clothes. <laughs> yeah. Hats everything there's probably like playing cards pens erasers notebooks shoes backpacks hats sunglasses underwear outerwear innerwear yeah yeah more oh bed sheets oh bed sheets for sure what else oh my goodness Um, did you have tim did you have star wars bed sheets did not no me neither that would have been awesome why didn't i have that yeah. Oh, posters, yeah. books, cups, cutlery, plates, cups, yeah, placemats, yeah, socks, um, action figures, action figures, posters, um, baseball gloves, maybe, sporting equipment. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't how know about, about that uh, one. How about albums? What kind of albums? I don't know. Theme songs. <laughs> Oh, music. Yeah, 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 sure. Music. Yeah, CDs. Yeah, CDs. Um, I'm running out uh, here. Custom cars? I'm running out. Custom cars. Oh, like Matchbox cars? Uh, I was thinking like... Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, like a special set. Bicycles? I guess that's just toys. Yeah, I guess that's just toys, Tim. Now we're just listing specific toys. I've been listing things that I think that they have branded and made money on. Right. I think toys was is one of them. Yeah, toys is one of them. Yeah. Anyways, moving on then. Wow. I feel like we drained everything we could out of that segment. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what are we even here for? Oh, yeah, Star Wars. Let's go. <laughs> let's get to it. Star Wars. That's I right. I thought we were just here to talk about other franchises. No, let's go. Star Wars. Okay, let's get back on track here. Um, Jeez, Tim. I want to talk a little bit about what it is about this franchise mm-hmm. um, and why it's so loved. I also know it's why it's hated. I, I, I don't want to dig into the negative stuff here. Let's dig into the po- positive stuff. Let's dig into Great. what it is about this franchise. What, what makes it so magical? I think they've been trying to find exactly what makes it magical, which is why there's uh, been some... Uh, misses of recent because uh, it's not really obvious I don't think what makes it so special that everybody loves it so much but what I think just with that first movie 
What makes it so magical is that it is a boy with a dream, you know, stuck at home, wants to get out in the air, wants to get off the planet. Hold on. Are you talking, goes about, on are you talking about A New Hope or Phantom Menace? Oh, A New Hope. Okay. He goes on like an adventure and there's a bunch of cool things. You know, it's in space. There's spaceships. There's guns. There's um, a lot of fun stuff. It's just great adventure. Um, it's it's a sci-fi movie that sort of feels like you could have been a part of it. Feels like you could be along with them. You could have been along for that journey. So you, so I think everyone really connected to that first movie. It's very huge, very big movie, but you can put yourself in it. And I think that's pretty important. The characters are 100% relatable because in the movies, uh, they the characters are all going through like very basic and important emotions that we, the viewers would have and that we, the viewers, if you're watching it as children would especially have. So mm -hmm. things like love and loss and anger and like friendship and helplessness, uh, happiness and sadness, all, all these emotions that you can identify with these characters go through. So that makes them yeah. very relatable to us which is always a good thing. And then, yeah, you're going off on this like amazing sci-fi adventure and it's got all those elements in it as well that just end up taking your imagination to, you know, soaring heights. You've got the spaceships, you've got laser guns, you've got droids, you've got magic Jedi characters, you've got like mortal enemies of them uh, trying, yeah. to, trying to hunt them down. You've got very distinct planets and environments. That was always one of my favorite things. Like you really felt like you were going to other worlds in this movie. Mm -hmm. They did a really good job with that. And then along with those things, they also throw in the religious motif um, with the idea of the force, which represents something bigger than people, but something mm -hmm. that people can connect with. So yeah. I find it has this unity for me of emotion, of imagination and soul. And at least in those first three um, movies, uh, episode four, five, six, they had dialed it in so perfectly, I felt, with all three of those, that it really connected with me. And yeah. I do find any Star Wars material that falls short or fails for me is usually missing some or all of those three elements. Hmm. That's well put, Tim. Thank you. Now, Dean, let's talk about our history. Um, older brother had um, shown me, I think, Return of the Jedi had shown me the, the I guess, the episode six, um, but the third installment at the time when I was 10 years old. He asked me, he said something, he, I think he made some reference about Star Wars. I had no idea what he was talking about. And he was floored that I had never seen Star Wars at my age of 10. So we, he put on Return of the Jedi, which doesn't make much sense. He should have put on A New Hope. But I watched Return of the Jedi and my mind was blown. And it was just like my favorite movie at that time. I, when I was 10, I wasn't watching a lot of like movies, like real movies. Like I was watching like 
family films and Disney movies. I wasn't watching adventure films, I guess, like like films that are for maybe teenagers and and adventure films for kids. So this just sparked me into loving movies. Just watching Return of the Jedi, I was like, I got to go to the I got to go to the movie rental store and I got to get everything that I've ever heard of is a movie. And that is good. Like I need to get Indiana Jones. I need to watch that. I need to watch Jaws. So I went and I just started to rent everything. Um, and my friend um, at the time when I was 10, he also like really loved movies and got into them because of Return of the Jedi. For some reason, he also only watched Return of the Jedi first. So then we decided, well, we're going to do the Star Wars walkthrough. Um, but we did it backwards. We went to Empire after Return of the Jedi. We said, we saw number three, let's watch number two. And then we went to A New Hope after that. And then those were our go-tos. Like we were so into those movies. We had the VHS, um, VHS copies of them. We were watching them all the time, wearing them out. Um, so that's like my history with the original trilogy um had lots of toys as well just like loved it it was it was my favorite thing so i was so pumped when the prequels came out when the prequel the phantom menace was going to come out in 1999 i had i think it was i was 13 and i had my birthday party was to go to the movie which was going to be my fourth time seeing it because it was my birthday is a month after it came out so it was going to be my fourth time seeing it we went to the movie we had a whole Star Wars party. We played like Capture the Flag with lightsabers, a game I invented um, at, later that night in the park in the dark. Um, basically, it's Capture the Flag. If you go to the other person's side and you get tagged, you have to lightsaber duel them. Nice. And if uh, <laughs> you win, you get to keep going. If they win, you have to go back to your side. Um, we all had glowing lightsabers. So uh, yeah, it was it was great. I just loved Star Wars. A um, lot of big moments and big memories with uh the original tr trilogy and then the prequels as well cool so how did these lightsaber fights go like were you were you respectful of uh the other person like if the other person hit you were you were you dead or were, was it like the classic oh you didn't get me i got you first i'm not dead you're dead tim, tim this was serious business um dad was the ref oh really Oh, wow. Dad was out there with us in the field in the dark. Wow. And if he saw two lightsabers colliding, he ran up there and he would score points. And you had to hit whoever hit the other person three times first wins. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. I had the Darth Maul lightsaber. Oh, wow. Um, I, I, I was not very good with it. I, I quickly switched to just the single blade because it was very hard with the two blades. You have to be very skilled. You do. Yeah. You got to be careful not to cut your legs off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's interesting. I'm yeah. positive dad had no idea what he was watching. He had no idea what he was watching for sure. He had no idea what was going on. But still, if I lost a duel, he'd just like come up to me and be like, oh, you had him. Like, you got him next time. You can do it. I think if you like stay low, you'll get him. And I'm just like, dad had no idea what he was talking about, yeah. but he just wanted me to win. He probably loved that, though. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Cool. Yeah. For me, I remember... I'm pretty sure it was a new hope, but I don't even, I can't even be sure. I don't, I don't know if it was empire first or Jedi first. Uh, I just remember they were all out and we were kind of renting them. There were like a handful of movies that we would cycle through uh, renting. There were maybe five or six. Uh, when it was my turn to choose, I kind of always choose from a handful. When it was older brother's turn to choose, he'd always choose from a handful and we wouldn't tell the other person what we rented. We'd just put it in and then like play it. And the person would have to Fun. you know, find out by um, the intro and try to try to figure out what it is yeah. before it starts. It's a fun game. 
So that's where I got uh, my entry into Star Wars. From there, my fondest memories of it are actually from being on vacation in the summertime when we'd travel, um, we'd head down south into the USA and rent a hotel mm-hmm. at a nearby town and just kind of hang out there for, you know, a few days. Um, we'd always push the parents to get a poolside room uh, in the hotel. Yeah, we always had a poolside room. We always that was loved amazing. those. And then, yeah. um, like, in the United States, they always had way better channels than we did. So we'd go down there, and there's all the, and especially nice. in a hotel, there's all these movie channels, and they're just cycling through all the coolest movies all day long. So I remember just, you know, you've got Star Wars playing in the hotel room. Uh, meanwhile, we're running out and jumping in the pool during commercials, and then coming back, running in, and, you know, eating snacks from the vending machine while the movie's on. And those were my most favorite memories of this franchise were, were those times. Um, I just have vivid memories of, you know, sitting yeah. there enthralled with Empire Strikes Back in the hotel, just not even wanting to go toy shopping or wanting to go into the pool. I just wanted to watch that movie because it was just so captivating to me. Um, that's probably one of the reasons that it is my favorite. Spoiler alert. It is my favorite movie, uh, Star Wars movie, but um, you know, obviously it's a very well done movie, but that nostalgia for it um, and those memories is definitely the reason it's it's sitting at number one. Awesome. Um, Star Wars was never something that I played, though. So you just mentioned you had like lightsaber fights and stuff like that. I never played Star Wars. I never pretended okay. that I was in the Star Wars universe. I never really had the toys. I didn't really play with the action yeah. figures. Uh, I had a single toy of the emperor that's the only star wars toy that i had i I loved that toy nice but that's all i had (laughs) that's amazing i wasn't really into the toys too much um yeah i don't know i was thinking about it like why didn't i play star wars and i thought well you know my favorite characters out of that original trilogy are the emperor and darth vader and i guess it's not really cool to like pretend to be like a murderous dictator and his murderous apprentice (laughs) right that's not a game that kids really want to play so i don't know i don't know what it was like i used to play gi joes i used to uh play he-man uh all all that type of stuff but i never played star wars which was interesting yeah i had a lot of star wars toys i like to play like with the toys by myself um and then my friend, uh, like I was mentioning before, who was watching all those movies with me, we would often, that's what would be our go-to. We would often go um, and play in like the park, play in the field, play in his backyard, whatever, and we'd just play Star Wars. That was like our go-to game. Actually, when I was 10 or 11 is right, because I was so obsessed with Star Wars, um, mom made me a sick Ewok costume for Halloween. It was incredible. I was an incredible Ewok. Oh, Nice. I don't remember that. It was amazing. Yeah. I know it was, it was, I don't think you were around. It was when I was in Ontario and you weren't. Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, it, it was amazing. It was so good. I need to find some pictures of it. It was, oh. it was just, she, she, she made it like she made everything for it. And it was like, it was so hot in that costume. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was so, so hot <laughs> that we, there was like these little, like, uh, uh, plastic balls for the eyes and they would just fog up like crazy oh, yeah. because it was so hot in there. It was amazing. It was the greatest thing. I had a little spear. Yeah. Halloween's awesome. a dangerous time with those costumes and masks on. 
Um, yeah, I'm surprised yeah. I never got run over by a car with those, with the mask would fog up. You can't see where you're oh, going. So you're, for walking, sure. you're running across streets and running from house to house. It's a very dangerous Definitely. thing. If you think about yeah. it, I would love to see yeah. pictures of that though. Do you think you can dig some up? I got to find some. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got to find some. Cause we want to share that. Yeah. I don't, I don't have, I've never, I honestly, I like, I don't know where they are. I, I would just have to go to, uh, I'd have to go to the house and look for them. Okay. But. I know where all the pictures are at the house. So. Okay. Maybe I'll go look you for them. You send me there and I'll, I'll look for them. Yes. Someone will find, we'll dig in there. We'll find something. Yeah. Cause it's, it's great. It's a great costume. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Mom made some amazing costumes. I love people who make their own costumes. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got a lot, a lot of Star Wars memories. So I want to ask you now, Dean, what are you looking forward to in this walkthrough? I mean, like it's, it's a, it's an easy answer, but I am literally looking forward to talking about every single movie I'm talking. I I'm so excited to talk to you and to talk to some guests that we have lined up as well for some of the movies. Um, I love all of them. I love all the movies like even the ones that I I think aren't really that good. Like in my head I know they're not really that good, but I still love them. So I'm just I'm just really excited to like especially talk about the prequels, um which when we get to my list you'll see they are all very low, but I just love them all because it's what I would watch over and over and over again when I was a teenager. So I'm really excited to talk about the prequels. Obviously really excited to talk about the original trilogy. Um and then I I you know I'm excited to talk about the the sequel trilogy. So there's really everything. I'm just excited to talk about these movies. I've never talked about the movies on a podcast before, so I'm just, I'm really pumped about it. Yeah, I know. This is the podcast you would have talked about them on, and we've been holding off. I've yeah. been... So many episodes. Holding off on this one. Um, Yeah, for me, I'm looking forward to really, like, watching all the movies again in chronological order which I've never done before. Oh, nice. So I think that's going to be fun. And I I need to see how this entire franchise feels as a whole. That's what I want mm, to see because nice. I have yeah. some negative opinions of the sequel trilogy. And I want to see if watching them one after another in a row as we go through this franchise does anything for that sequel trilogy for me because I was definitely cool. very far removed from the original trilogy and the um, prequel trilogy when I went to the sequel trilogy. Um, at that time, I was just binging Rogue One over and over again. So that was my Star Wars fix at that time. It's a great movie. Now, let's talk about what we're not looking forward to. And I'll go first with this one. I'm okay. really not looking forward to the sequel trilogy. Um, not really looking forward to watching them again. I'm happy to talk about them. Uh, I can definitely have, you know, some conversations about those movies. I will be, you know, definitely sharing the things that I didn't like and didn't work for me. Um, so I'm not really looking forward to revisiting those movies. And then the other thing I'm not looking forward to is sitting through all the horny teenage melodrama of Attack of the Clones, which I actually <laughs> no really like Attack of the Clones, but I hate <laughs> those scenes. And I used to watch Attack of the Clones all the time. When it came out on DVD, I watched that all the time. But what I had figured out is if you just skip a scene, 
it basically goes yeah. from following and tracking Obi-Wan's journey and then tracking mm-hmm. Anakin's. So you can skip all of this, um, all of the drama and just get to all the fun stuff, which is basically what I would do. So not looking forward yeah. to that part of that movie. Interesting. I, uh, I am looking forward to that movie. Um, I'm looking forward to the movie, mainly, just not that part. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking forward to see what our guest has to say about that part, because uh, I am with you that that part is so hard to stomach. It's just watch it. That's like, that's probably my least favorite Anakin time. Um, I'll have to, I, I guess we'll get to it when we walk through the movies and I'll be able to see what's my least favorite Anakin time. But, um, yeah, I think that might be it. So I'm just really excited to, uh, if our guest loves it, I'm really excited to hear what he has to say. So, well, we can stop calling um, him our guest because it was already announced on our right, podcast. It was on one of our episodes. That Corey right. from uh, Podcasting After Dark and a, a few other podcasts will be joining us for that one. We gave him the opportunity right. to choose a movie. He chose that one. Maybe it's because of all that horny teenage love. Maybe, maybe that's what maybe. he loves, Corey. Um, I know you're listening. Is it that? Is that is that why you chose it? We'll find out. Maybe. We're maybe looking forward to why, having yeah. him on. Um, he's going to have some really great things to say about that movie. And we do have other guests lined up. Some of the movies you and I have decided we just want to talk to you and me so we can do our full yeah. breakdown of the movie. And then some of them yeah. we wanted to have some fun and have some guests on. So for the most part, we um, talked to some people and tried to find out what their favorite movies of the series were and we tried to line up some movies with those guests so uh lots of fun stuff in store yeah so i'm i'm really pumped to hear what Corey has to say about episode two i didn't name drop him before because i've been traumatized by dropping spoilers tim i feel like you'll kill me if i do it so uh i that is why i didn't mention his name good job no i appreciate that i'd rather you just kind of hold back and let me give the approval for you to go forward. I know you would. I know yeah. you would, Tim. You did. You but did. I would right. rather spill it all out. That's what I would rather do. <laughs> I know you would. Um, I bet you're just itching to let everybody know who our guests are so far. Oh, I know, Tim. I I am. I am. Um, I'll, I'll I'll give a little a little hint about one of them. His ooh. first name is Darth. I'll leave it at that. Interesting. You'll never okay. figure out who it is darth and his last name starts with a v darth v something will be ah interesting um now i haven't confirmed with him but i'm hoping he yeah. can respond to some emails he's a heavy breather darth he's gonna need v. a pop filter i think <laughs> i think his helmet comes uh, pre-installed with a pop filter oh right maybe it does yeah yeah, yeah. among other things uh okay dean um, I got yeah. a, a trivia question for you. Oh, just great. for fun. I thought we'd throw some fun stuff in. We like to oh, have fun, fun on these podcasts. Okay. Yeah, man. Who are the only two characters to appear in every Star Wars movie? The only two characters to appear in every Star Wars movie. Um, oh man, I wish I just knew this answer. Um, okay. So the way to figure this out is to think of the sequels. Because that's So you got true. Han Solo that's, in the sequels. That's a good place to start. You got Okay, so oh man. You'll get there, don't worry. 
I'll get there. You think I'll get there? Yeah, it took me a few seconds and I was like, oh, I know who it is. And then I was like, oh, no, it's not. That's not right. And then I was like, oh, I'll never get it. And then, then it came to me. You'll get it. You can do this. Um, R2D2 and C3PO. You got it. Told you. Yes. I told you. Yes. I just need, I was running through just all the other characters and I was like, nope, not in this one. Nope, not in this one. It's because they're far down the list of characters you think That's of, right? right? So, yeah. 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 One other Ooh. one other question for you. Okay. 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 Who shot first? Uh, depends what uh, version you're watching. Well, the first version, the true version, the real version before it was fucking Han. butchered. Yeah, Han. 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 97, they re-edit it to show Greedo shooting first. Why would you do that? Who cares? I don't know. I have no idea. It's so much better when Han shoots first. That's like such a great part of his character that he would do uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I have no clue, man. Anyways. Uh, I have no clue a lot of the stuff that's in those special editions that came out in the late 90s. Yeah, they're just adding a bunch of like effects in because, I don't know. That look like they've just been dropped into the movie. Yeah. They don't fit at all. No, no, not at all. So, video games. Did you get into many Star Wars video games? I did. Um, I was a big fan of, of video games that, well, like the first one that really, really got me um, was Rebel Assault 2. And it was just for like the computer. Okay. It was, I think it was a disc even. Ooh, um, that sounds cool. Yeah, and it was really, I just like loved playing that thing so much. You could do, there was like um, levels where you're in, uh, you know, in this, in the, in a plane, you know, in a starship shooting down other ships. There's, there's levels where you're on the ground. Um, you're just like basically a rebel, uh, trooper and you can like, you're, so you're flying, flying a ship on the ground. You do like hiding behind walls and popping out and shooting people. It's just like hiding behind stuff. It's really fun. There's like lots of elements to it for like a really early, I think it was actually probably late nineties, but like for a nineties computer game, I found it just like very, very fun and so that kind of got me into video the star wars video games and then like i played um rogue squadron 2 a lot for um i think i also had it for no i think it was for 64 probably i played that one a lot i had that uh for gamecube so that's probably where you played that one. Ooh, yeah gamecube that's actually what i had rogue squadron 2 for gamecube for okay, sure let's yeah. just get this clear i had it for gamecube no i also had it i also oh, did you also it. have it i was gonna say you probably just yeah, snuck I into my room it. and played it when i left no, unless I stole your copy, but like I had my own GameCube and I also ah, had what a great game that was. I that game is was so game. good. Yeah. I really want to yeah. actually revisit that one because man, those missions were so much fun. Just so fun. literally yeah. getting in an in an X-Wing and yeah. trying to take out a Star Destroyer. That was your mission. Yeah. Oh man, as yeah. TIE fighters are fighting you and like so many cool levels. There's really yeah. fun level in the the gun seat of the the Falcon. And you're just shooting yep. ties that are coming in. Wow, they did such a great game with that. It's very yeah, much so an arcade different... shooter, not like a simulation. So that so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and so many different ships that you get to fly. Like that's what's really fun about it. You're not just in an X-wing. Like you also get to be in Y-wings and the Millennium Falcon, and yeah, just a bunch of different uh, different ships. And I I love that one. Every time I like fire that thing up, I can remember the music. Well, remember the first level, remember the second level. Like it just all comes back to me. Yeah. That was probably my favorite star Wars game. I never played uh shadows of the empire uh, when it came out. Yeah. I never, I always wanted to, but I just never, never got that one. 
Never played Knights of the Old Republic. I hear that is the best one. One of the best video games of all time. One of the best Star Wars stories of all time. Uh, I think that game yeah. is getting a re-release. Uh, so I might have to check that out if that happens. I did play cool. Battlefront. Those were good games. Those were pretty fun. Um, I like what they did there. Now, comics. What about comics? I know we have an episode on the uh, Star Wars graphic novel visionaries which is just a beautiful beautiful piece of work check that out if you haven't read uh read that one nice and short uh, anthology book very good yeah uh for me comics uh, i didn't get into the star wars comics until um marvel was putting them out so i believe 2015 is when they launched a bunch of titles and then now they have now they have so many over the last six years but i was really into so the star wars like the main title yeah um, I was really into Vader, yep. um, Lando, and Han Solo. Those were the the four that I read. I had tried out a lot of the other ones yeah. where I just tried the first issue, the second issue, because um, that was around the time where I was buying everything. That's when I was um, working with nothing but comics and writing all the time. So I was just buying all the comics I could and trying everything I could. So I tried so many of those Star Wars books. A lot of them were good. It's just there's so many there's so many books and i can only read so many of them so uh i i stuck on those four those were the four i really read yep nice uh the dark empire trilogy was a really good one uh, hmm. that was a pretty epic um like graphic novel trilogy set pretty neat where you get to see uh luke um succumbing to the emperor and the dark side and becoming, oh, yeah. becoming his apprentice. Cool. Pretty neat, pretty dark story. Really great art. Yeah. What about books? Did you read any star Wars books? No, man. I, I got one book after the phantom menace. I was given a book. Um, and it was a, think it was about pod racing and i read that book i don't remember what it was called but i read that book and liked it i know what it was called um it was called this book sucks yeah colon a pod racing story yeah i don't know um see i think people are people are probably mad at that comment i think that pod racing yeah somebody read that book i'm mad at pod racing mad at me I feel like this, yeah, this might happen throughout this franchise walkthrough. <laughs> people, I don't think anyone's going to get upset with you. I think people might get upset with me, though. Okay, yeah, because pod racing is by far the best part of that movie. What? Um, no, that's not true. That's not, that's true, not true at all. But it is It is a great sequence in that movie. Okay. Um, the best part, I can't even believe I said that. The best part is later in the movie. Yes. Um, yeah, it's a great sequence, though. No, I, I don't know. I, I liked that book. I don't remember anything about it. I don't remember anything that happened. I just remember I read it and I liked it, but I never read any other books. Um, that's, yeah, I just, I never got into that world. I For me, it was just movies. Like, I I don't even know if I knew books existed. Like, the Star Wars books. Yeah. I was into other books. I was a big reader as a kid. I read a bunch of other books, but I just didn't read Star Wars books, and I don't know why. Hmm. That's the sign of a great book, is when you don't remember anything about it. That, I didn't remember anything about it. That's when you know it it's really good. Honestly, it was probably too advanced for me. Like I would probably <laughs> just didn't understand the words. Yeah. I was reading like goosebumps and stuff. Oh, like, that's <laughs> that was my level of reading. Okay. Goosebumps rule. I read uh, a few Star Wars books. I read a couple Darth Maul books, which were pretty fun. Cool. 
But Shadows of the Empire is uh, one of the classic Star Wars books. And I read that one one time on vacation. So I was in the right mindset to read a book. And I'm not a really big book reader out there, everybody. I've read a handful of books. I um, often cheated on book book reports at school. We can talk about that another time. But yeah, so I read that book. I was just captivated by it. It um, yeah. it takes place kind of in like the uh, original trilogy timeline. Uh, it's all your favorite characters from that timeline. And it was captivating. It was such a page turner. And after I read it that one summer, I made a point of reading it every summer for a bunch of years in a row. And that is an excellent book. I would definitely recommend that to anybody who likes Star Wars uh, or likes reading. Uh, very, very cool. Shadows of the Empire. Cool. I want to check that out. I, I, I really need to get into um, some of those Star Wars books. I think I would really like them. I, I, You'd love I was that a big book. reader for Yeah, I was a big reader for a while. I've sort of um, slowed down as I've picked up watching more movies. I just try to watch movies all the time now. <laughs> so I... I haven't really read anything in the last little bit, but that I want to add to the list. Well, Dean, what a great opportunity for you to go to the library. It, hey, yeah, man, <laughs> it's a great opportunity to do go have, to the library. Do you have a library card? I don't. Oh, I don't have a library bummer. card. Shoot. I guess I'll just have they to. Don't let you in if you don't have one, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. No, they don't. Um, I'll have to uh, just lend you mine. I guess. That's okay. That's fine. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Now, something we like to do in our franchise wrap-up episodes is we like to rank all of the movies. So I thought it would be fun in this warm-up, let's rank the movies as they sit right now, and then we will rank them again at the end, and we'll see if there's any movement on the lists. Cool. I feel like mine is pretty locked in. I actually don't think my list will move at all. I don't know about you, but... I think mine will move. You think yours will move? Yeah, I think mine will move. Okay. Let's do my list first. Sitting at number one, I spoiled it earlier this episode. For people with short-term memory loss, this will be news to you. The Empire Strikes Back. Number two. Good pick. Rogue One. Number three, A New Hope. Number four, Return of the Jedi. Number five, Revenge of the Sith. Number six, The Phantom Menace. Number seven, Attack of the Clones. Number eight, Solo. Number nine, The Force Awakens. Number ten, The Rise of Skywalker. Number 11, The Star Wars Holiday Special. (laughs) Number 12, The Last Jedi. (laughs) You bastard. Uh, Great, 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 great. Um, Does anything shock you from my list? No, just because we've talked about these movies before. So it doesn't shock me. Um, No, I'd say that's... That's uh, what I thought your opinions would be on the movie. Perfect. On the movies. Okay. Yeah. What's yours? Number one, 
The Empire Strikes Back. Very nice. Same as you, Tim. We agree. Yeah. Great movie. Number two. Star Wars The Last Jedi. Your last one. Your bottom movie. (laughs) Is my number two. Ouch. Ooh. That's, number two, yeah. So oh, that's gonna that's gonna be a fun yeah. one. Listeners, don't miss out on that episode. Wow, yeah. we have a guest lined up for that one as well already. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh number three, as I like to call it, Star Wars. Okay. Number four, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. So we are very similar on those uh those three movies, at least being around our top. Yep. Number five. The Force Awakens. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Number six, Return of the Jedi. Number seven, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Number eight, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Huh. Number nine, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Number 10, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Number 11, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Wow. Okay, so I am shocked at your placement of The Phantom Menace. Th- that's that's about it. I didn't yeah. think that would be so low. Um, I guess that's it. Attack of the Clones, I'm kind of surprised it's the last one, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, there's there's so much love in my heart for The Phantom Menace. I like love it so I much know. and know every single part of every single beat of the movie. It's quite gone. That's just how much I love all the other movies. Like, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that that's where it is. Because, I mean, we'll get to it when we cover it, but it kind of doesn't really make a lot of sense. Fair enough. Um, So there's parts of it I really love, though. Yeah, I love it. I love your list. One of the things we're not going to be doing in this walkthrough is judging people. Because... Oh, yeah. um, Yeah, no, of course not. Hey, uh, I want to hear other people's lists, though. Um. Send in your list. We'll uh, yeah, we'll uh, give you a shout out. List. We'll re- read your list on the episode. If you uh, want to send sure. us your list, let us know. Let us know why. I uh, Tim, I made this list uh, because I watched them all leading up to Rise. Um, so okay. I made the list as I watched, and then I um, slotted Rise in after I watched it. And uh, that's why I think there might be movement because that was, um, you know, that was three years, two years ago now. So I, I think that I something, yeah, something might have changed. So, yeah. Cool. Okay. Now, Dean, I want to talk about some favorite characters. Cool. I want to know your top five favorite characters of this franchise. Okay. Now, we are talking a little bit ahead of time. You are classically non-committal to your list here. You wouldn't give me a definitive answer. You're like, well, I've got 28 of them written down and there's <laughs> often movement and we'll see what happens by the time we yeah. get to this part in the show. So Dean, I want you to commit. All right. I want you to commit yeah, to I'm characters. Commit. I'm going to commit. Who are your favorites? Um, I want them in order too. Who's your number one favorite character? Oh, I didn't know we're supposed to order them. That's okay. We've got time. So now in the moment, I have to order them. It shouldn't. Take you know what? Long. It should be easy. It, I'll, just, I, I'll just say the order I have them written down here because that is the order they came to my mind. There you so go. So that should be it. Okay. So should, you want top? Top first? Number, number one, one favorite character. Uh, future guest of the show, Darth Vader. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. 
<laughs> Wait, <laughs> number spoiler, one Darth Vader. Whoa, settle down, D. Oh, sorry. sorry. They, nobody knew sorry. it was him. You didn't said know Darth Vader. <laughs> um, number two, Princess Leia. Okay. Number three, my man Yoda. Number four, Han Solo. Number five, a droid makes it, K2SO. Oh, good list. I like that K2SO made it on there. I yeah. love that droid. I love that droid, man. I love that droid. That's a great pull. My top five, sitting at number one, future guest Darth Vader. Yes. We've got that one dialed in. Number two, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Awesome. Number three, The Emperor. Number four, Qui-Gon Jinn. And a bit of a wild card, sitting at number five, Padme. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. Great. These are all, Tim, these are all names that were right there on my list that I'm looking at. Yeah. They just, I had to make the cut. Yeah, no, I know. It wasn't easy. I did the exact same thing. Let's get to yeah. least favorites. I'll go first. Mm -hmm. My number one least favorite character, Jar Jar Banks. Yeah. Number two, Finn. Number three, Jabba the Hutt. Number four, Kylo Ren. And I struggled with number five. This character was on the list. Then the character was off the list. And ultimately, I'm putting the character back on the list. That is Anakin. Yeah. Okay. Anything surprising there for you? Um, I am surprised with Kylo Ren. I like, I like Kylo Ren. I like his arc. Um, but knowing where you put those movies, I guess I'm not surprised that Kylo Ren's there. Um, not really surprised with Finn. Uh, get that, that, that he would be on the list. I guess. Yeah. Just Kylo Ren kind of surprises me. Okay. We'll get there. Um, yeah. Many months from now when we <laughs> reach many, many months <laughs> from now, those movies, Tim, we've, uh, we've matched a lot of number one so far. Why change now? Number one, Jar Jar Binks. Um, yep. Uh, number you two. You said you said don't like me. You said you talking said back. Gonna die? You said think you don't like me. Said Jaja. <laughs> there's a reason. There's a reason why he has 158 lines in the first movie and two in the second. There's a reason that <laughs> happened. Yes, I love and it. And zero in the third. <laughs> well, luckily, uh, we're gonna come out of the gate swinging with Phantom Menace, and I've got a of lot course. of stuff to talk about with Jar Jar. And it's Great. not all bad, as as people might be thinking. It's not going to be all bad. No, here's the thing. Uh, yeah, well, I, no, we'll get to it worst. when we cover that, that movie. That, that, yeah, and we'll cover worst. it when we get to that exactly. movie. He's just, he's just the worst. Um, two, Jocasta New. Jocasta New is like the librarian um, oh, that yeah? uh, Obi-Wan's talking really? to in the archives. Yeah, yeah. yeah because why? here's the thing. Because he says... Oh, your archives must be wrong. The planet's missing. And she says, if it's not there, then the planet doesn't exist. Okay, fair enough. That's a little arrogant. It was. Like, just because it's not in your records, the planet doesn't exist? 
Come on. Her voice was so comforting, though. Perfect librarian voice. Yeah, it was fine. Um, I don't like her attitude towards Obi-Wan, my man Obi-Wan. Cool. She was very arrogant. Um, it's a good choice. Yes. Number three, Newt Gunray, um, the Pneumoidian. Really? I didn't mind him. I don't like Newt Gunray. Ooh, I don't like Newt Gunray. Um, number four, Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Um, specifically teen Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, I know, you hate that. Yeah. Number five is going to make you mad. It's going to make people mad. But remember that the only information I have is what I saw in the movie. And I just didn't really think this person needed to be in this movie at all. And it's General Grievous. Hmm. Yeah, that's fine. I get I get him now, now that I've seen more. But all I had is the movie. If I'm just talking about movie, it's General Grievous. I don't know why he's there. Fair enough. We didn't have much on him when the movie came out. All that we knew about General Grievous was probably, I don't know. I think it was just the uh, Gendy Tartatovsky um, Clone Wars animated show where they teased him. He killed a couple Jedi in that and collected their lightsaber. I think that was the spoiler for the movie. So I had seen that that animated cartoon and was just stoked for him because he was so cool. Uh, I kind of get it, though. He was way cooler in that cartoon than he is in the movie. They make him a bit of a goofball in the movie, which I think was the wrong yeah, take yeah. for, for his character. Um, he's like more menacing than that. They, do, they yes. do him a bit better in the Clone Wars. But yeah, that's they kind of butchered, you know, what he should have been. Um, it reminds me a lot of the first X-Men movie where they just completely ruined Sabretooth and probably that the reason why that movie, um, fails for me is for how pathetic they made Sabretooth, a character who's nothing like they portrayed him in the movie who could have made that movie way better, especially as you have Wolverine as the counterpart. But anyways, we'll we'll talk about that when we cover those X-Men movies. Cool. Hey, that's a franchise. Hey, we walk through franchises. We do sometimes. Cool. Good, good list. Um, Again, let's um, circle back around to that in our wrap up show and see if there's any changes to that. For sure. That list, list I definitely think there'll be some changes to for me, for sure, on both sides, both the favorites and the least favorites. I think so. I think there'll be movement. I think with me too as well. I don't think there'll be movement at the number one spot. I think those are locked in. Probably not. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Forever. Forever. That's sound lot, right? Yeah, man. Squints. Yeah. Nice. Talking about the beast. So, Dean, we had put a call out to all the listeners and our podcasting friends wanting anybody who had anything that they wanted to say about Star Wars to share it with us. And then we will, in turn, share it on the podcast. And it'll give us some talking points. And really, you know, we were just curious to see what other people think, get maybe some interesting takes on things. So I wanted to touch on some of those right now. Uh, thank you, everybody. Awesome. who's Yeah, yeah, definitely. Awesome. And thanks to everybody who's contributed so far. And remember, it is never too late to submit your comments. Actually, true. it will be too late when the final episode 
has aired. But up until that point, you can say anything you want about whatever episode you want. Right. Until yeah. that episode yeah. passes, then we probably won't be covering that episode anymore. Exactly, Tim. Exactly. But maybe, hey, we do a wrap-up show. Maybe maybe in that show, we'd even get to a comment if the episode's passed. That's very true. Very true. Yeah. Also, who knows? Sometimes we get wild. Wild and crazy on this show. It, yeah. Just throw it in anywhere. If it's a good comment, we just might... Yeah, we just might say it any we might make an episode on just your comment maybe maybe if, if it's, it's good that enough. good yeah <laughs> anyways we've got a message here from our buddy matt kaler awesome we love matt um matt kaler art check him out we have a piece of his art in the studio yep batman art in the studio i love it now matt said i love star wars I am an illustrator, and these films have laid the foundation for who I am as an artist and creative person, the characters and the mythos surrounding them, the set and prop production, the matte paintings and design aesthetic for the ships, the aliens, the worlds, and their cultures. All of these have contributed in some way to me starting to draw at an early age. That's awesome. That's super cool. I love Matt's art. It's incredible. It's so cool to know that Star Wars is a start, not just for people getting into movies, but people getting into art. That is awesome. I like that it had jump-started his art. I just think yeah. that's really cool that, you know, whatever it was about about this movie and franchise, it was enough just to get him so curious about it and I'm sure, like, what he was drawing at the time was Star Wars stuff, right? Like, he's probably trying yeah. to draw, you know, everything that he saw in the movies. So uh, I thought that was a really cool comment. Matt, thanks for that. Uh, hey, everybody, check out mattkaylorart.com. Uh, he's got some amazing stuff over there. A couple of my favorites. He's got one called To Boldly Go. Another one, Devil in the Sand. And Bounty. Those are a couple of the ones I really, really like. So... Check them Those out. Those are good. I know which ones you're talking about. Those yeah. are good. Next up, we have Carson Morris. And Carson reached out. He said he's been a longtime listener. So thanks, Carson. Awesome. Thanks. We appreciate you and, and your, uh, your comment here. Now, Carson lives in uh, Saskatchewan. He lives next door to our province. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's our neighbor. He's our neighbor. Yeah. We, we haven't said anything bad about saskatchewan on the podcast have we no i i'm fine with saskatchewan yeah. people around us usually do say bad things about saskatchewan not us but though i don't no. i got no beef with them yeah we love we love saskatchewan yeah i'm not a cfl fan i think where that's where it all comes oh from, yeah so. me neither yeah that's true there's a bit yeah. of a rivalry there but i don't watch Canadian right. football yeah now carson said i absolutely love star wars me too man me too awesome he said if he were to rank from favorite to least favorite, it would be as follows. Episode 5, Episode 6, Episode 3, Episode 4, Episode 1, and Episode 2. And then he's not sure how he would rate the new trilogy, but definitely after both the prequel and the originals. So that is is more in line with my ranking than with your ranking. So I think Carson yeah, and I cool. are lined up a little bit, a little bit more. And Carson is also very interested in hearing Corey 
come on the podcast and defend episode two because that ranked at the bottom for him. Yes. And it ranked pretty low on yours and kind of middle middle of the road on mine. So I'm also looking forward to Corey coming on and trying to defend that. Yeah, I can't wait. That, that's going to be a good time. That's so, awesome. Carson, thanks again, buddy. Yeah, I love that Carson sent in rankings. I love to see the ranking. This is awesome. Yeah, definitely. He's got the same top and the same bottom as me. So we might we might differ in the middle, but we got the same top and, and bottom, same bookends. Well, what I like about Carson, a couple of things I like about Carson's ranking is he's got Empire ranked number one. That is, that's my number one and your number one. Yeah, yeah. And here's another thing I like. He's got Revenge of the Sith at number three. So I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of that movie. I like that movie. I like that yeah. other people like it too. And I like that he ranked it that high. Yeah, yeah, nice. Oh yeah, I guess we don't have the same bottom because he puts all the um, sequel trilogy at the bottom. So yeah, not quite the same. Yeah, well, Carson and I, we've got, we've got those ones right at the bottom. Yeah, I know, I know. And we've got another one here from our buddy Chris Baskerville. It's our buddy Christo Christo. What's up, Christo? Love Christo. So he says, here are my thoughts on the Star Wars franchise. I got introduced to Star Wars in the late 90s. I think it was 97 when the, when the special VHSs were released. A family member lent them, and that's where it all began. The original trilogy will always stand strongest, and I think will for many of the fans out there. Return of the Jedi will always be my favorite, and all the movie fans I've had this discussion with always have a favorite of each franchise there has been. So right, yeah. I wasn't quite sure if he meant franchise or trilogy there, but I think it's an interesting point both ways, is that when you encounter people, you know, it doesn't matter if they're a movie fan or not, they probably have yeah. a favorite Star Wars movie. They can probably name it to yeah. you. And then if you get more into it with fans, fans definitely have a favorite of each trilogy. So it's in interesting yeah. that... Like this is a franchise, you know, that polarizing where people can definitively say, yeah, this is my favorite. Now, for me, maybe like maybe half the franchises out there, I can definitively say that I have a favorite. But there's a lot where I don't, you know, I don't even think I could say I have a favorite. Um, just let's use Ali the Alien franchise, for example. I was able to rank those and I call Alien my favorite because I have to because we were forced to rank those right but like if if you asked me what my favorite movie of that franchise is on any given day it could be a few different movies there's just so many great right, yeah. ones in that franchise so i yeah. just thought that was an interesting uh comment that uh, christo came up with there yeah for sure i love ranking stuff i rank i if i'm gonna watch a franchise i'm gonna rank it as i go along it's i just find it uh very fun. I can't like rate things like I can't star rate things very well or rate things out of 10, but I can rank things. I can I can say I like this one better than this one. So I I always have a top movie in the franchise. If you ask me any franchise and I've watched it, I always know what my top one is. Right. So thanks to those guys for sending in comments. Now, we will hear from them again because all three of them sent in more specific comments as well. This was just their oh, right. general take on the franchise that I decided to pull out and talk about uh, in this warm-up app. So awesome. Can't wait to hear their uh, more in-depth comments. Yeah, there's some good ones. Yeah, cool. Definitely. Definitely good stuff. 
Now, our friends over at Remote Takes, Dean, they dropped us a great audio clip on their opinion yes. of the franchise. So we're going to go ahead and play that for everyone right now, and we'll be back in a couple minutes. The Star Wars franchise to me, uh, first of all, is like a pillar of, honestly, of American culture, of Hollywood. If I were to tell you how, how I feel, how important Star Wars is to the sci-fi genre, it would look like a family tree and Star Wars would be very close to the trunk. I know that there was a lot of sci-fi before Star Wars, but I think this was like a redefining of what sci-fi was going to be for the next 50 years. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about Star Wars. It's just this huge juggernaut. I also think it was one of the first franchises to really embrace like merchandising, right? Like, yeah. Uh, so it was everywhere. And I don't think we've really seen a movie franchise like that just kind of take over as far as merchandising, mass appeal, how they purposely targeted children, especially after uh, episode six uh, with the Ewoks. But a after that, you always had a character in which they could make uh, just a ton of money with just merchandising towards children. Yeah. There's a genre-shaping franchise, an amazing movie, tons of fun. And after number five, I think they really decided, let's take this from a sci-fi adventure movie to a sci-fi adventure family movie. Yeah. Um, I think Six really started that. But um, yeah, great movie. Even the bad ones have great production value and good story. And and when I say bad ones, I mean, even the ones I'm not really, like, they're not my favorites. But that's still a pretty high bar, any Star Wars movie. Star Wars, to me, is just, like, not enough content for the longest time. I remember, like, being a kid, and it came out before I was born, and being introduced to them at a very young age. And, you know, I didn't have Empire spoiled for me because, I mean, I'm so old that, you know, I was here before <laughs> the Internet and before, like, spoiling like that could happen. So my little mind was blown because I remember, like, watching what we know as episode four, A New Hope, and like Luke talking to Obi-Wan about his dad and the Clone Wars and just like my imagination running wild with what that meant. And yeah, like, you know, being like, I can't even imagine like not knowing who my dad is or was or, you know, and meeting someone who knew him. And then for me, the best movie in the entire catalog of star wars movies uh empire you know finding out who oh, his man, father man. is and you know not having that spoiled is huge and blew my mind and yeah it's just and then it, there wasn't enough content you had three movies and you know toys and your imagination and then a, a bunch of extended universe stuff which was cool but like even when I was younger, it wasn't as easy to find, like trying to find some star Wars books sometimes was hard or, you know, the comic books weren't where they are at now, or even, you know, 10, 20 years ago, we're talking when I'm a kid and just like, you know, I just remember wanting more and more and, and never feeling um, satisfied with it. And finally, like they announced the new movies and that trailer 
came out and I remember seeing the trailer for episode one and just like blowing your mind. Yeah. And, and going to the theater the first time and loving it and not, not until I, I remember like it took me a couple of times watching it at home on video on VHS, you know, cause it's what they released <laughs> it on first and me going yep. like, you know, I don't know if I like this <laughs> that much. If there's, there's something weird about this movie, what is it? You know, and it's not a bad movie. I've come to really appreciate the prequels. I know they get a lot of hate, but you know, Star Wars for me was just trying to ingest as much of it as possible and there never being enough. And now we live in a day and age where we have more than enough and we get it in ways that I, I like it now even more so than movies. We have the Mandalorian, we have Clone Wars, yeah. you know, we have... And there's so much stuff they can do with animation, which is uh, amazing. Yeah, and so like, and I've watched everything that I can for the most part. I mean, I've seen... Every single episode of Clone Wars, I've seen every episode of The Bad Batch. I watched Visions, uh, the anime interpretations that are not canon. It's just, I don't know. Star Wars is the marriage of sci-fi and fantasy, I think, done very eloquently, you know, because it has a lot of fantasy things to it. It's not hard sci-fi. It's not like watching Alien. It's, It's dirty like Alien is, but it's not as brutal and unforgiving and... There's not these hard concepts, you know, because like planets are going to be vastly different and trying to exist on them, you know, is is not as simple as just stepping out of your spacecraft. Right. But that's not what Star Wars is. Star Wars is very much just like it's it exists. You know, travel in in Star Wars is narrative only. It's not, you know, really (laughs) like from A to B. It's like, what does it need to suit the story? Right. How does that's yeah. how travel works, and that's fine. Um, it's just the marriage of fantasy and sci-fi into this. I don't know, really beautiful, like now conglomerate owned by Disney thing, you know. But I just I really liked like the imagination that it would spark when I was a kid, and I still I still love watching the content with it, and it's it's a lot. The score, revisiting the movies, yeah. You know, it probably brought a lot of. Um, younger fans to the table when it came to sci-fi yeah like it like i said it redefined this genre and it i don't think there's a sci-fi movie since star wars that wasn't somehow influenced by star wars yeah and even if it was like well we're gonna do everything that they don't that they don't do you know we're gonna go hard sci-fi i feel like if you've seen star wars it shaped what you're going to create in the sci-fi spectrum, you know, for film. So it's, it's totally influential. So do you have a favorite movie? I've talked about mine empire. I don't know. Are are we the same or are we different? Uh, We're samesies. We're samesies. Uh, So yeah, I do like empire and I'll I'll tell you why. I I think it's a pretty, in my mind, it's pretty clear cut. uh, And I don't know if it's a popular uh, opinion or whatever, but I remember you mentioning that, that tends to be what a lot of people say. Mm. Uh, Empire tends to be one of uh, the the better, the ones up there when people tell you what their favorites are. I think Empire, to me, is my favorite uh, because in the in episode four, they were they were making this great movie and they didn't know it was going to be great. Right. They didn't know if it was going to be one shot. They didn't know what they were doing. They knew they were doing something new and different, but it, they didn't know how it was going to be. Uh, Received. Well, and George Lucas went on vacation to Hawaii to avoid seeing the results because yeah. he thought it was going to be so bad, 
you know. Yeah, so they didn't know, and they did a good job. They made a great movie. Mm-hmm. And when Empire came out, now that's where they still were to my in in and this is my absolute opinion. It's to where they still were doing this sci-fi adventure movie, mm-hmm. right? The, the family aspect really wasn't there. It really was an adult sci-fi adventure movie. And they knew they had something because they needed. They were doing a sequel, and it was wonderful. Yeah. And it was geared towards adults, and I didn't have to deal with Ewoks, or I didn't have to deal with any annoying Gungans. Um, I mean, Chewbacca's amazing. I don't care. You can say that Chewbacca is geared towards children because he's big and hairy and he's a big carpet, but I, in no way. Chewbacca is awesome. Yeah. But so, yeah. So I, I really liked Empire. Um, I thought it was, it was produced better. Yeah. Yeah. They had one. They had a budget, and it was it was good. And once we got into episode six, you know, that things got a little more annoying for me, and, uh, and I think they kind of got up their own ass a little bit. Yeah, I think... From what I read, George Lucas was tired of it and wanted to end it. I think Boba Fett introduced in five was supposed to be like the next big bad. And then he decided to scrap plans and we see where he originally perceived to be dead, you know, in six. But yeah, five for me, the best way that I can put it is that four establishes this universe and characters and you know, does it really well and you have this, you know, just boom adventure. That's that's four. In five, I feel that it's expanded upon in interesting ways and you have all these characters that have yeah. been built up and you get to watch them break right in front of you. Like, I mean, it's, you know, Damn, bad true. things happen to them and, and they don't fully get resolved. And, you know, that's we're going to see you next time for six. Right. And how is this going to play out? But I mean, you have characters walk away from this movie missing an arm frozen in carbonite. It's just it's not in a good place for the Rebel Alliance, you know, and no, and they just get by by, you know, um, barely. It's the Empire Strikes Back, Tony. Yeah. They strike back. They strike back and it, it, it doesn't feel so good. I know as a kid, it wasn't my favorite, but. As I've gotten older, it's become my favorite. And it's just, I think for me, uh, hits all the beats that I want to have struck uh, when watching a Star Wars movie. And I've been podcasting with you long enough. Like, I kind of like a little bit of a downer in my film. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. No, it's it's challenging. They're not going to skate through like I think some of the other episodes uh, start to do. Like, you know, they're not invincible. Right. And they they take their hits. And I, I like that. I mean, that's it, I want to challenge these characters, you know? Yeah. And so, no, I just I love Empire. I think all the characters, I think, in Empire and that are introduced, you know, or expanded upon, I think, are just great. And it's just my favorite movie. And I think I think I'll my my second favorite movie will be a surprise Ooh. to you. Um, it actually is Revenge of the Sith. That is my second favorite movie in the series. Um, it's number three, right? Yep, number three. So yeah. Uh, but because I I really do think they is got it story there story wise, story wise, or is it like you think it's well acted? Because <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, so <laughs> I I can't blame um, Hayden Christensen. Is I don't he, he's not in his element. He's not. I don't think it's. I I think from what I've heard, it's direction. 
he was directed to act very wooden in a certain way because you had me watch another movie that he was in and he was believable. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't think for a second that that was a hundred percent his fault. Now he's the actor, you know, at the end of the day he does the takes, but he's being directed to do them a certain way. So <sighs> I, I, I can't fully blame him for it. And I actually think he is coming back for Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series. Oh, cool. I think, I believe he's been tapped for that, which would be phenomenal, honestly. When I was younger, Star Wars was probably the first, like, the, the Star Wars was up there. When I was younger, Star Wars was up there with He-Man, Micro Machines, Matchbox Cars, and Star Wars. Like, as far as toys go. I mean, I had so many Star Wars uh, guys, and it was, I would play with them all the time. You were right when you said, hey, Star Wars was something that really kind of jump-started your imagination, you know, something that, you know, um, you wanted to know more about. You wanted to just consume this content. And uh, lo and behold, you were able to live during a time when there's so much Star Wars stuff. It's pretty... I would have to say, like like you said, there's so many different platforms in which you can experience this world now. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I guess the other thing I'll say is like I had some toys. There was there there actually was like a hole in in the toy like toys being available when I was uh, pretty young and getting like Ninja Turtles. Star Wars toys weren't so common, and it wasn't until they were starting to ramp up the re-releases. Um, cause they re-released and that's how I've seen every single star Wars movie in the theater was, you know, I wasn't alive for when they were originally released, but I was when they were re-released and we went to each one and I would go again if they would ever release them in theaters. Yeah. Uh, I would too. But, uh, yeah, there was a gulf in toys being available, but what was available and what I remember was like getting fake lightsabers that you would like sh- you know, shick down. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. playing with those with my brother and then even making your own lightsabers. Like I remember like trying to make pool noodles work, you know, cause then you could really <laughs> whack the crap out of each other. We'd put duct tape, you know, to be like the hilt around a bottom of a pool noodle and, oh, God. and then just whip the crap out those of each other. Huge. Yeah. It's a huge well, we'd cut, uh, we'd, lightsaber. We'd cut them down, you know, we'd cut, we'd make it a little smaller. We wouldn't keep like the full length of the pool. Oh, noodle. okay. But like, you know, that way we could really hit each other with them. So fun fact, fun fact, Tony. And since you've mentioned lightsabers, um, when I was younger for way too long in my life, I thought they were lifesavers. Oh, Nobody ever corrected me. <laughs> I went on most of my life, and I'm like, when I've discovered it, I'm like, I am dumb. <laughs> well, that's not as dumb as what I'll share, which is, I mean, I think everybody does this, but like, I thought for the longest time, and still try, can you move? Can I move something? Does is a, can I make the force work? You know, come on, tell me that you don't like as a kid. Like, come on. I tried that all the time. Can I move stuff with my mind? Mm, you know? Hey, there's still people that think they can. So, yeah. you know? I can if we're in one of those automatic door things as you go into a store, right? Just like. <laughs> awesome. Well, talking back, I hope you got uh, something good in there. Uh, we look forward to hanging out with you guys uh, and doing uh, episode four. A new hope. So, Jeremy and Tony, 
that was awesome. Thank you so much for putting the time and the effort in to send us that. I think Dean and I echo a lot of the same comments that you have. And that was just really, really well thought out points you guys had. So thanks. Yeah, it's a great clip. I uh, loved listening to it. Uh, just like just like when those guys come on the show to talk. It's just I feel like I'm already part of that conversation, even though I'm just listening to that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I liked the comment that Jeremy had about in the franchise, even the movies that aren't his favorites are still worth watching. And yeah. I th- think that's an important point for me, especially because it's it's no secret that I'm not a fan of the sequel trilogy. And I think if I can look at it under the lens of just, you know, this is Star Wars. This is more Star Wars. Don't hold these ones up, you know, on the pedestal that you have the originals or even the prequels. I'm going to try to look at those as new things. Um, Just to try to give them a bit, you know, a bit of a better shot this time around. So I want to be very open-minded about those when we get to them. Great. Tony, I also liked his comment about the more content, the better, because that's something that I totally agree with. I've, I've always said that. Just give me more. Even if it's not great, that's fine. I just want more. So again, another reason why I shouldn't be coming down on the sequel trilogy, because it's just more content, right? And there's some cool stuff in all those movies. So yeah, I just want to like be in that world. And when you're like a kid, you kind of build up the world in your head right so then when they give us more sometimes it doesn't line up with what was in our head and then that's where maybe you on the first watch of something or on the first couple watches you're not really down with it until you just sort of accept that okay this is just more content like they're just showing me more stuff in the world that other stuff that i made up in my head is still okay but like this is just more stuff happening in the world yeah it's hard to get over that nostalgic factor for whichever is, ones yeah. you saw first and those yeah. just being, you know, the most magical things, especially for, you know, someone of my age range who would have seen that as a young child would have been mm-hmm. some of the very first sci-fi material that uh, that person had ever seen. And it is just really like eye opening and like mind bending material. So how are you supposed to ever duplicate that? Right. Yeah. It's just, it's not almost not fair to say, you know, to hold any of the other movies up to, you know, for me, that original trilogy and for lots of people, it's the original trilogy. Yeah. There's a magic to it that, um, it's hard to duplicate and it's hard to recreate. Uh, I liked that both of them called Empire Strikes Back their favorite. There's a trend. Noticing a trend. There's a trend here. Yeah. Everybody loves Empire. It makes sense. It's perfect. It's a perfect movie, Tim. It's perfect. I like Tony's explanation for why he likes it so much. And it, I think it aligns a lot with, with why I like it. Uh, well, one of the reasons I like it and a reason that I like lots of different types of movies. And it's because he said um, he likes a bit of a downer in his movies. Mm-hmm. And I do as well. I really like same. I'm happy to see bad guys win in movies. That doesn't bother me. I find it refreshing. And like, that's kind of what, you know, as Tony, well, you just heard what Tony said. It's like bad things happen in this movie to the, to the heroes. So I like that. Yeah. It's quite a good middle movie to a trilogy where 
you don't just your heroes don't just win in the end. Yeah. Um, Tony, his second favorite film, Revenge of the Sith. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Carson likes that as well. That's another episode I'm really looking forward to, Tim, because uh, I, I'm looking forward to watching that one again. I do, I do think that from my rankings, I do think that one is the top of the prequels, um, but uh, I still have it quite low on my list. So I'm looking forward to watching that one again and uh, getting your your takes on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one as well. I have it sitting at number five in my ranking. That's with Rogue One thrown in. So yeah. without that, it's sitting at four. I'm curious to see if that movie can gain some ground in my in my rankings because I am a big fan of that one. And um, I'm curious if that can I'm curious if that can leapfrog a couple of the uh, the original trilogy movies. Interesting. And then I just felt bad for for Jeremy when he said that nobody corrected him when he was calling them lifesavers. <laughs> that was so hilarious. How? Why wouldn't anybody correct him? I don't know. You got to. Uh, maybe Jeremy. Maybe everybody else thought they were called lifesavers as well, and they didn't even know you were saying maybe. it wrong. Yeah, they've just never admitted it. Maybe they're like, "This guy is so smart. He knows they're called lifesavers." And right, I thought it was called a lightsaber, but I'm wrong. It's it's actually a lifesaver. I like lifesavers. I think it's. Uh, I think it fits. It's interesting. It yeah, fi- it fits sure. and it doesn't because it can save your life and end your life at the same time. Whoever's wielding it, it's a lifesaver for them. Right. Like, w- whether you're a Jedi or a Sith, if you're without your lifesaver, you're probably going to get killed. Yeah, so it it's makes going sense. to save your life in some way. Yeah, definitely. I-, I wonder if I ever thought that that's what it was called, because it seems to fit. Like, it seems like something as a kid, I would have thought they were just called lifesavers. And then the first time I said it, I would have just been embarrassed and then changed my mind forever. And but I don't remember. Like, I don't remember if that happened, but it, it would have had to. That has to happen to every kid. Probably. And there's got to be a connection. But they get corrected right away. <laughs> and there's got to be a connection with the actual lifesaver candy, because lifesavers have yeah. that hole down the middle, like a, like a lightsaber shot right through them. It, that's very true, Tim. That's that's how you get the hole in the middle. That's the Yeah, exactly. You shoot a laser through the, the hard roll of candy. Interesting. Uh, thanks to everybody who submitted and taking the time to to do that. And, uh, we want more. We're greedy. We're feeling greedy with these. We want more. Keep it coming. So keep it coming. Keep it coming. I love this. I love all these comments. I love hearing what people have to say. Keep it coming. Okay. Well, um, that's all I got for us here, Dean. Any, anything else that you want to say that you didn't get to say? Um... Uh, Tim, I'm a big fan of theme parks. More to say, there's have a big you. one. There's a big one for Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge. Tim, you should go someday. I would like to go someday. You would love it. It's so great. I love it. There's two big rides in Galaxy's Edge. One of them is called Rise of the Resistance and is probably one of the best rides I've ever been on. Incredible. Such a great experience. May- no, it is the best ride I've ever been on. What am I saying? One of. Let's commit. It's the best go. ride I've ever been on. The other ride, Smuggler's Run, one of the worst rides I've ever been on. Not really? very good. I understand what they're yeah, I understand what they're going for, but it was not fun at all. Um, so one of the best and one of the worst, but I love Galaxy's Edge. Great place. Very good, Dean. Very good. 
You purchased a lightsaber. You made your own. No, no tin. Yes, I built my own lightsaber in a scrap metal yes. shop, Tim. Sorry. You weren't supposed to say it was a lightsaber building place. In a scrap metal shop in the back, um, it was yeah. secret. I've never been, so. I built a lightsaber with my own hands, and I cried a little bit while I was doing it. Oh, wow. That's fine. That's understandable. It was so magical that was that was actually the best part of it i also went to a cantina where i ordered a bunch of beer and got drunk and it was super fun nice um did you mine your own kyber crystal um i didn't mine my own kyber crystal they had kyber crystals available but you were oh, supposed to that's you were supposed to shut your eyes you were supposed to shut your eyes and let try to hear someone's voice speaking to you what crystal you should grab mm. and tim i grabbed green I'm oh, just going to say that. Luke, it was Luke's voice, wasn't it? It wasn't Luke. Who was it? It was Qui-Gon. Oh, it was Qui-Gon. He was speaking to me. Okay. He spoke to me, yeah. He did, eh? Yeah. He said, grab the green. Very nice. <laughs> Listeners, send us your Star Wars comments. We want we want it. Don't hesitate. Just send it in. Just do it. Do it right now. I know you're, you're thinking like, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow, but you, you just do it now. Just do it now. Send some audio recordings, too. I don't know. I'm yeah. sure you can record yourself on the iPhone and export that somehow. Send us that. We want it. It'll be a lot of fun. That's only if you want to hear yourself on the show. Or if you want to shout out, send us some comments. We also don't yeah. have to shout you out. If you want to be anonymous, just let us know and we'll uh, keep you anonymous. We just want you to be a part of this. Because we know you yes, listeners we... either love this franchise or you hate it. So we want to know what it is and why. And we are open to both opinions. We love we it all. Oh, yeah. We are not. There's no judgment. We just love the movies, and we want to hear everyone's opinion on it. And we will. We will not say that's stupid. No. We just want to hear it. Dean loves all the movies. I love some of the movies. Yeah. Dean, thanks for joining. I feel warmed up. I'm warmed up. And I feel warmed ready up. To I go. feel like we should just jump into the Phantom Menace right now. I'm ready to go. We can't. We've got something okay. else to do after this, but. Um, okay. That'll be coming in the near future, everybody. Keep an yeah. eye out for the Phantom Menace. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. everybody i'm Corey, and i'm zach and we're the hosts of podcasting after dark a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s often found on hbo and cinemax you know the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid you can find us every other week on apple Podcasts, spotify podbean and stitcher this is what you want this is what you get That's it for another episode. Thanks to everyone for listening. If you'd like to drop us a line, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as TalkBackPod, or by email at TalkBackPod at gmail.com. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Those reviews will help more people find Talking Back. All right, that's it. We're done.